Welcome everyone, I'm Allison Andrews, and thank you for joining us for Content Hacks. This is our podcast all about content tips and tricks. I'm Rachel Kleppmiller, and today we are joined by someone both Allison and I have worked with. I know I admire her career, what she does with content. Roshanda Pratt, creator and host of The Rose Show Live, storyteller, strategist, heartfelt producer. Roshanda, we're so glad you're here. I am so excited Yay! to be here. Yay! <laughs> first guest, first guest. Yes. Reunited and it feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> Roshanda, today we are going to get into your brain a little bit. Um, we want to talk to you about some of the best practices that you have when it comes to content, creating it, building engagement, promoting it. Um, you know, we're all passionate about content, which is why Rachel and I created this podcast to begin with. Um, but from your perspective, what? why do you think content has become so important? It's a word now that everyone uses. Yes, it's become the favorite buzzword. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the reasons why is because we live in an information society. People want to know information. And believe it or not, they want to know what you know. So if you're well-versed on how to make rice, people want to know that. I mean, think about all those BuzzFeed videos you see on your Facebook timeline on how to make chocolate cake or how to, you know, make chicken Alfredo. It's because someone has become an expert in that and they're showing you the best way to do that so that you can live better and be better. And, and, and we're all experts in something. That's exactly right. Everybody has their, I like to call it, their zone, their area of, of flow, and people want to know what that is. So when you think about it, everyone says content is king or content is queen, how yes. I like to say, right? Right. Uh, no, matter, no matter your brand, right? Content can really help build awareness, drive people to your website. Absolutely. Help you with revenue. Um so when you think about that, what are your surefire ways for creating content and repurposing it? One of my favorite surefire ways, everyone says content is king, or in this case, queen. <laughs> I would then say that live video is the crown. Okay. And one of the things that's really fascinating is live video gives you an opportunity to build a know, like, and trust factor with your audience immediately. So they can read a blog post and doing blog posts totally awesome, but we have discovered that people gravitate towards video and especially live video because you come off more human than a recorded video. You know, you can edit that, flashy lights, all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But when you're live, it's like, okay, I'm seeing Rachel face to face and it makes that human connection. And that's the greatest part of the story, that human connection. So one of the surefire ways that I love to use when it comes to repurposing content is using video. So for example, looking at what are the things that people always ask me about? What's the frequently asked questions that people always come to you and ask you about? For me, you know, when I first became a storyteller strategist, it was, hey, Ro, how do I pitch the media? So I can do a live video with three talking points on how to pitch the media. Then I can take one of those talking points and turn it into a blog post. Now, this, this material is already written. So I'm not reinventing the wheel because I believe nothing is wasted. And if you're like me, I'm a mom of three, uh, have, you know, I'm a wife, got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So I got to use time. Don't have time to redo stuff yes. all the time, right? So you have this already put together. You do the video with three talking points. You do a blog with one of those talking points. And then maybe you record a video for your YouTube channel where you now elaborate a little bit longer on one of those talking points. You just created three pieces of content. 
without having to reinvent the wheel. Using all the same information. All of the same information. And what I love about that is that type of technique works whether you're talking about machinery or shoes. Or yes. What, rice. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Someone out there knows the best kind of rice to cook. Well, I think the repurposing aspect of it is helpful because the idea for some people to create content seems very overwhelming. Yes. And I think one of the ways you deal with the overwhelm is really asking yourself, what are people constantly coming to me and asking me about? I believe that if people come into you, Allison, and are always asking you about content, then that's your zone. Mm-hmm. That's your area of expertise. That's the area you, that you flow in. So if they're asking that question, Allison, how do I create content? How do I make my content stand out? Then you can operate in that area, in that subject matter. So think about what are the things people are always asking about? Number two, think about your professional, your education career. What are the things that I've learned along the way that I can add to what I already know and share with people? You know, for me, um, sometimes I do parenting blogs. It's because, hey, I got a 10, mm-hmm. 9, and 6-year-old. I know about kids. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I may not be, you know, the you know super nanny, but I learned a little something over the years. So, again, that gives me an air of expertise that I can flow in. And sometimes, Allison and Rachel, it doesn't have to be something big. I think sometimes people think content has to be something that, you know, I have a degree in, something that I know very well. But it could be something as simple that you have perfected over time that you have found great success in that you can share with people how to balance your checkbook successfully right to, I think to be an expert you just have to know more than the people in the room exactly and, <laughs> and life experience goes into that absolutely totally. so it's you have this content you create something we're still living a very visual society mm-hmm. right and so it's easier for us to process it to accept it if it is presented in a visually appealing way. What are your, some of your favorites ways to do that? Definitely through video because uh, we've learned even through the years of working in the television news media, media that a lot of times people only read the headline of a story. <clears throat> I just, that is just amazes me just to even mm-hmm. say it out loud. I know, right? Yeah. The true. headline of a story and think, oh, I have the whole information. So with we, and but we're learning that more people are gravitating towards video because it's immediate and it's easy on the eyes, something that they can see. The other thing that I like to use are branded graphics, even if it's like tips, you know, rules of threes. We've right. all learned that in mm-hmm. the media. So using branded graphics to explain what is going on. Um, even now you're seeing this whole flow of using video video where it has words and captions that people read, which is amazing to me. People read caption on a video, right. but not, not a blog post. It's because they're watching it at work and they can't turn it up. Exactly. They don't want their boss to know. That's why that. That's, that's why those have become big. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> now, now, before, one thing you just said there, you talked about branded graphics. You know, I might be an expert in cooking rice, but I am not a designer, yes. right? So what are some of your favorites? I use Canva. There are a lot of things. What are your favorites to create your own graphics without having a big graphic budget? Canva. I just really Went started to, yeah, getting just, into Canva, it. and it's a amazing Mm -hmm. it really is like one two three done and I love that you know pick monkey is a good one as well um there are also some apps that you can use on your phone to create those things too one of the things that I would just advise your listeners is you know using branded graphics you want to make sure that you have a consistent theme and story that goes across the board so that way people say when they see your graphic they know oh that's connected to Rachel because that's 
her color scheme and that's her brand. Mm-hmm. Don't start off one day with fuchsia hot pink and the next day it's dark gray. What's right. going on with right. Rachel? <laughs> She's having an identity crisis. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that to your content. That's right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, when we think about content, I know promoting it is is one of your specialties. Um and, you know, the nice thing about digital now is that we can get the message out ourselves, but yeah. the media can really give it that that megaphone. So I know that you have a theory about building a media presence is like building a, a sandwich. Yes. Go ahead. Explain that. Everything in the world with me is about food today. <laughs> <laughs> but truly building your media presence is like building a sandwich. You know, I heard this thing, ladies, long time ago, and I had to dispel this myth on my Periscope channel, where someone said, television is dead, media is dead. And I said, I don't know if anybody's paying attention, but there's still a five o'clock news happening. (laughs) And I I was telling and explaining to my audience that seriously, the media and what your media presence should look like is like a sandwich. So on one slice of bread is traditional media. We're talking about television, we're talking about radio, we're talking about print magazines. The other slice of bread is digital, new media, social media, podcast, uh, things of that nature. And I don't know about anybody else, but I've never eaten a sandwich unless I'm on some serious diet that just has one (laughs) slice of bread. You usually have two, right? Right. (laughs) And then the middle, the meat, are you ready for this, is your story. And when you put those things together with all the condiments, which all of the condiments are all of the things that support your story, like the graphics and uh, the interviews and all of those things, you build a delicious sandwich. So you really do need... And who can resist a delicious sandwich? You're like a hero sandwich. (laughs) So when you think about it, you build this sandwich that people cannot stop eating because you have digital and traditional media working together. And that is a key that a lot of people are trying to strike that balance now, yes. for sure. Now, you've worked in the media, uh, in a newsroom for more than a decade as an executive producer, a TV producer. How has the digital and social media landscape changed the way you pitch to the media now? Oh, it's changed it in such a profound way because now it's to the point we have all of our uh, news anchors and reporters on social media. So no longer is I'm, am I trying to send a blind email to the newsroom hoping it lands on the anchor's desk or reporter's desk mm-hmm. pitching my story, but I can go to their Facebook page and pitch them directly in their inbox or I can tweet them. I was amazed um, last year when I actually saw um, a local university tweet out their press release and tagged national media in it. I said, oh, well played, well played. I love that. So now you have an opportunity where, you know, the computer was between us. It's, it's almost like digital shrinks that down. And now it makes it more accessible for me to get to the people I need to. But here's the other thing. Are you ready for this? I'm going to give you a super Do you need a drum roll? Yeah, I need a drum roll. <laughs> That's the best I got right now. Here's the super duper bonus that I teach this when I speak to PR professionals. Here's the other thing that's fascinating about uh, the whole digital landscape. We in the television news media think we want to win you on the big screen, but we also want to win you on the small screen, your phone. So if you're pitching your client's content for a pitch or an interview, include a web story. 
Why? Because when that interview hits the air, I'm also going to take that web story because now I don't have to write it as a producer or web developer. You've already sent it to me and now I can post it directly to my website and now attach more content to your interview. It's a, it's really about providing extra value. It right? is. It's pitch. about providing extra value. That's uh, a, a, something we might call a content hack, right? Yes, <laughs> totally. Um, and we always like to ask our guests, um, you being the first one. So we're going to start that. <laughs> yeah, okay. but, uh, let's set a precedent right here. <laughs> Do you have like one content hack that you, that's your kind of go-to that does really well for you, works really well uh, to generate content, to pitch it, to promote it? Is there one thing that is like your tried and true? You know what? I actually did this a couple of years ago. So um, Beyonce. Everybody knows who that is, right? Right, yes. <laughs> I don't think we need an explanation. Right. And a couple of years ago, she dropped her new album secretly on Instagram. Yeah. And everybody went crazy. Like, oh, we didn't even know she had an album coming out. And I'm just going to go ahead and say this. I'm not a big Beyonce fan. So, And, and again, if you're listening to this, don't come for me. I'm just saying. <laughs> don't send us hate mail. Don't right. send us hate mail. <laughs> oh, you but, stirred up the beehive I now. know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think this is very interesting what she did. And so at the time I was, work, I was writing for a social media platform and so I wrote breaking news and I, I wrote three things that entrepreneurs can learn from Beyonce and so they published it and then I started thinking to myself which is something that is my go-to hack I said how can I get this content to last a little bit longer what can I do so I called the local radio station the number one urban station in our market um, where I live and they have a talk show on Sundays and I pitched it to the tele, to the producer, the radio producer, and I said, "Hey, I'd love to come on and talk about beyond the business of Beyonce." They loved it, and they said, "Oh my gosh, that's such a cl- we would love to have you on the show." They brought me on the show. I killed it. I'm just gonna of course say you that. did. I of killed course. it. But then it ended up turning into yeah, I said it. I, I said it. if you can't celebrate yourself, you have to absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So I ended up having a great experience. So much so, ladies, that they invited me to be a correspondent and actually had me come on and doing their social media platform every Sunday on a radio talk show. Wow. Taking your content, and remember what I said about the sandwich? Not just doing something digitally, but with them and saying, okay, how can I now take this and now take it to the next level? One of my favorite hacks. Yeah, that's great. That's a great idea. Now, we can't let you out of here because uh, you kind of have a very, very big deal thing coming up. Yes. Right? I'm very excited. And it's... It's a birthday, but this is not just, you are not celebrating it in traditional fashion by any stretch. Yes. You know, 40, right? You're going to be 40. Yes. So that's a big birthday for a lot of people. It people is. have parties. You're having like an entire event. I am. Tell us about this. My husband said, people just have cake and right. they go out to dinner. He said, you're doing a live talk show. He's yeah. like, what is happening? So I'm doing an epic 40th birthday celebration and it's called The Rose Show Live. And I'm basically taking a lot of what I do on live stream and I'm bringing it to the stage in Columbia, South Carolina on May the 19th. And we are going to have live interviews. I'm giving away 40 of my favorite things, which includes a $500 spa package, a trip to my favorite Southern city, Savannah. You 
were doing it up. Yeah, I mean, it's just such a great experience. We're going to have live music. There's a DJ. There's vendors. Um, There's also a VIP networking event. But the thing that I'm so, so super excited about is uh, a portion of ticket sales are going to go towards my favorite charity, which is the Family Resource Center, which works on helping dealing with children who have been victims of sexual assault. Mm -hmm. And that topic is so near and dear to my heart. And I really wanted to do something very epic for my 40th birthday. And I just didn't want to get together and have friends and we're celebrating, but I also wanted to be meaningful and be able to give back to my charity. Okay, so anybody can come to your party. Anybody can come. party. Oh, anybody could come. The more, the merrier. It's so exciting. I have people coming from Wisconsin. These are Facebook friends of mine that I've never even met. Just, just know them through Facebook, oh, wow. that they're coming in town. They're flying into town. So Charlotte, Chicago, Wisconsin, they're like, I got to be at this party. That's awesome. Okay, so if I'm going to come from Wisconsin or wherever I'm coming from, I know you've got speakers lined up. So yes. what are a couple of the topics you're going to touch okay, on? Okay, so we're going to talk about uh, what is, you know, turning 40. What does it really mean? Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a moment. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to talk about turning 40. We're also going to talk about um, much of what I did with you guys here today. I'm actually going to share live streaming tips. How have I have been able to build a brand and build my voice in a space that's so full of other people talking. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to do a live teaching from the stage on how I've been able to build a brand using live stream video and telling my story. Because one of the things I tell people all the time, facts tell, but stories sell. And every single day, people are buying a story. Right. You want them true. to buy yours. That's right. So I'm going to do that from the stage as well. And then, of course, we have some live music from a couple of friends. We got a DJ. Hey, we're turning up. Hey! <laughs> Raising the roof down in South Carolina. How can we go? What, where, where can people find it? So it's the Rose Show, T-H-E-R-O-S-H-O, live.eventbrite.com. And I know also on that Eventbrite site, if you can come, if the date doesn't work for you, you can also donate. Totally donate. Because again, we want to be able to write a big check to this organization so they can keep doing the wonderful work they've already been doing for 30 plus years. That's awesome. Great. Well, awesome. Shonda, thank you so you much. You set the bar for our first guest. I'm excited. This Thanks was fabulous. These ladies are awesome. We appreciate mm-hmm. it. Thank you for joining us, Rashonda. And thank you to all of you for listening to Content Hacks.